Life Audio. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and this holiday season, I invite you to check out two holiday-focused Bible reading plans, which you can access for free on the YouVersion Bible app. The first, to help you prepare for Thanksgiving, is cultivating a thankful heart. The second, to help you focus on Jesus this Christmas, is titled Preparing Our Hearts for Christmas. Both are produced by Holy Love Ministries. After this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Ezra 3.11. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Ezra 3.11. With praise and thanksgiving, they sang to the Lord. He is good. His love toward Israel endures forever. And all the people gave a great shout of praise to the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. When our hearts are filled with praise, they're also often filled with peace and joy. But there are times when our thanksgiving will be mixed with sorrow, as we see in the verse that follows today's, which reads, But many of the older priests and Levites and family heads who had seen the former temple wept aloud when they saw the foundation of this temple being laid, while many others shouted for joy. Sometimes thanksgiving can feel bittersweet. Maybe we're thankful for the time we get to spend with aunts and uncles or sons and daughters and grandchildren, but we're also sad because there's an empty place at the table this year. Or maybe we're grateful for the grace that God has given us to turn our lives around, to break free from addiction or from the anger that enslaved us for so long. But we're still dealing with the effects that our past sins have caused. Well, this was how many of the Israelites felt during the time of Ezra. To paraphrase, after generations of sinful behavior, deliberate and persistent rebellion, and despite God's continual warnings, his people had experienced consequences for their evil behavior. God had removed his protective hand and allowed their enemies to conquer the nation of Israel. In 2 Kings 25 verses 8 to 9, which tell us of the events that occurred during that time, we read that the Babylonians set fire to God's temple, the royal palace, all the houses of Jerusalem, and every important building, and they broke down the walls surrounding the city. 
Then the Babylonians carried the people into captivity, where they stayed for 70 years. But then after 70 years of captivity, God brought them back to their beloved city, just as he had promised, and they celebrated God's grace. But some of them also expressed grief for all that they had lost. With bittersweet praise, they sang, for he is good, for his loving kindness is upon Israel forever. Their circumstances had confirmed God's goodness. Their God had been faithful to his promises spoken decades earlier, despite his people's unfaithfulness to him. But notice, although God showed the people ample grace, they still experienced the consequences from their sins. They'd been forgiven. Their guilt had been erased. Their relationship with God restored. But they still returned to find their beloved city in shambles. And this may be hard to believe, but this was evidence of his goodness as well. You see, God didn't allow the Babylonians to cart his people into exile because he wanted to punish or destroy them. In fact, he had been quite gracious to them in their land of captivity, so much so that when given the opportunity to return to Jerusalem, many Jews chose to remain. God had allowed their exile in order to break their destructive behaviors, in order to restore them to bring them back into a life-giving relationship with himself, their God, their protector, their provider, the one with the power to give them beauty in place of the ashes left by their worst mistakes. And while they praised God for the favor he had in his mercy shown them, they did so knowing all the work that lay ahead. God would restore the wreckage of their lives as he had promised, but this would take work on their part. It would take time, patience, and endurance. It would take trust as they followed him brick after brick, hour after hour, day after day. And so to the older generation who could remember how beautiful the city and the temple had once been, who could remember God's warnings and the nation's sin, maybe even sin that, that they themselves hadn't committed, which I presumed was the case with Ezra and Nehemiah, but which they still suffered because of. The generation who remembered the pain experienced in the 70 years between the time the Babylonians conquered the nation to the day in which they returned to Jerusalem and who understood all it would take to rebuild the wreckage all around them. To them, their praise felt bittersweet, a mixture of joy and sorrow, of thanksgiving and regret, of hope and grief, of inspiration and discouragement. And isn't that how life often is, a mixture of joy and pain, of hope, and times when we're almost afraid to hope for fear the disappointment might follow? And that's what I love about today's verse as well, and the one that follows. This passage reminds us that we can praise God and weep simultaneously. We can thank him for his goodness and the blessings that he's provided, while honestly grieving those things that we've lost and the wounds we've experienced, maybe even the wounds that we ourselves have created. Scripture says we live in a broken world, one ravished by the effects of sin. And you and I feel the effects of that, whether that's because of our sin, because of someone else's, or the very first sin that brought such havoc on God's very good creation in the first place. But even as we sit surrounded by rubble, by what feels like a heap of ashes, like the Israelites, we can sing to God with praise and thanksgiving, saying, 
He is good. His love to us never ends because it won't. His love will never run out. It's greater than our worst mistakes and our deepest pain. And his love invites us to turn to him with our hearts unveiled, praising him for his goodness while honestly expressing our sorrows. Let's pray. Father, you are good. You are loving and merciful. You are present. You are kind. You are faithful and you are attentive. Your faithfulness to us is not dependent on our faithfulness. And we are so grateful for that. Though we fail a thousand times, sometimes a thousand times in a day, yet you remain. We thank you for your faithfulness to give us your son, Jesus Christ, who came to earth in the form of a man, who took our sin upon himself, who died in our place, who paid the punishment that we deserved so that we could receive his free gift of life. So, Lord, no matter what occurs today or tomorrow, we know that we can celebrate the goodness we have in you. We know that we can celebrate the grace that you've given us. We also celebrate knowing that our pain today won't last forever, that you will restore the rubble of our lives, that you will give us beauty in place of ashes as we follow you. So Lord, help us to yield to you. Help us to trust in you. Help us to follow with perseverance. Help us to continually turn our hearts away from pride, away from sin, and to follow after you with surrendered obedience, knowing that you will lead us towards good because you are good. In the name of your Son, our Savior, we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. This is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Ministry podcast. Learn how to share and defend your faith by listening to us weekly. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.